This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, my handle at all those places is at Strict Anonymous. Just put in at Strict Anonymous on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and follow me over there. YouTube is great. Make sure to go over to YouTube if you want to comment on the episodes. That's where we get in conversations about the episodes. Instagram is great too if you want to DM me there because you want to be on the show or even on Twitter. You could do it on Twitter. The show is called Strictly Anonymous because everyone that calls in reminds an- remains anonymous. I change everybody's voices as well as their names. You could call me from a fake ass number. I just want to hear your real life story. <laughs> if you have a real secret life or naughty life or you have a problem you want advice on, you could be on the show. You could send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to Instagram or Twitter. Send me a DM. You could also call my confessions hotline. You could call that 24 hours a day and leave a short confession that you just want to get off your back. I change the names on those too. I post all of those to my Patreon account and on my Patreon. Oh, well, let me just give you the number for the confessions line is 347 347- 420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. That number, my email, all the information I'm giving you on this intro is in the description. So don't worry about remembering any of it. If you want to join my Patreon, though, what I was going to say is on my Patreon, what's really interesting that goes on there is not only do you get the episodes early and ad-free, plus Q&As and extra episodes, what you really get that everyone goes there for is you get anonymous picks of mostly all of my guests. Everyone's been sending in picks. There are rated, nothing X-rated, but if you want to see my guests, go over to patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You'll see my guests today, too. They're sending me in pics. Today, I have on Kelly and Ryan. First, it was just going to be Ryan when I was on the phone with him, and he wasn't talking much. I'm just like, is your wife there? Like, get her on the phone. And then she came on. So it was like kind of impromptu that I had the both of them on, but it turns out it was great to have them both on because... This is a couple who ha- were totally, you know, vanilla and regular monogamous relationship. And they are now swingers in an open relationship in the lifestyle for the past five years. How did that happen? It was like an app. You know, remember that girl I had on recently who started like the sexting app? It's such a great idea. It was all about sort of getting those conversations about your fantasies going. And that's what happened in their relationship. Ryan decided to bring an app into their marriage and they use this app. I forget what it was called. He's going to mention it in the episode. And it really brought things up and out and on the table that they both wanted to do like naughty things. And then they started to do them. And, you know, fast forward five years later, they're having threesomes. She's hooking up with women, other men. He's hooking up with other men. She's down to see him hooking up with other men. She's squirting. She had never squirted before. He's fisting her. She's fucking loves it, even though it took a while to get there. And they are doing it all. And it completely changed their lives. And listen, they are recently very open with what they're doing. And when you find out where they meet couples, okay, listen, they haven't been to a swingers club yet, even though they've been doing this for five years because they live like in the middle of nowhere, they said. But (laughs) so they like meet couples and all the people they play with on apps and also on Facebook. Okay, like who would have thought? They talk all about like these secret private groups on Facebook where like swingers exist and you could hook up with other people. And that was news to me. So anyway, they talk about all of that stuff, including, you know, all the stuff that they've done, why and how they started it, and then how they opened up. I mean, like a lot of people in their lives know, they put it like out there, what they do. 
They are out and proud. They talk about what is on their bucket list. They also recently started uh, OnlyFans because they like to know that other people are checking them out. You know, they have that little thing. It's a turn on for them. So if you want to go check them out on OnlyFans too, they give their shout out. If you don't want to join the OnlyFans, but you want to see, you know, anonymous mix of them, join my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. But I'm going to be right back on with Kelly and Ryan. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Kelly and Ryan. Welcome, both of you, to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you guys today? Pretty good. 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 Okay, so listen, you are, I don't know much about you. I couldn't find your initial contact with me, but I know that you are in the lifestyle, the two of you, and you called in to talk all about it. Now, are you guys married and in the lifestyle, or are you dating in the lifestyle? We are married. We've been married for 14 years now. Oh, okay. And how long have you guys been in the lifestyle? About five. Okay, so how did that, were you guys very vanilla beforehand, or did you like dip your toes in the water slowly? I mean, how did you go from being, not being in the lifestyle to being in the lifestyle? What happened, or how did that come about? We was pretty vanilla in the beginning, and then we actually got a app on your phone, a game called Desire, and that opened up and pushed us into more kinky play and exploring more of our sexual sides. You mean it opened up the lines of communication? It was like an app that yeah. got you guys talking about like the dirty things that you were into that you had never talked about before? Yeah. And so what were those things that you started bringing up, both of you guys? Like the things that you were into that you had never brought to the table? Talking about our different fantasies, wanting to get into bondage. There's one that it was create a dating profile for your spouse. Uh-huh. He set up a Tinder for me and put me as straight. And I'm like, just because we're married doesn't mean I'm still attracted to women. Uh-huh. So that's the whole swinging side of everything. Well, now, had you been with women before you hooked up with Ryan, Kelly? Yeah, I dated a woman for about three years before we got married. Oh, okay. So you would, what is that term nowadays that they say? Like you would be bisexual, right? That would be the correct yeah. word. Uh-huh. So he knew, that Ryan knew that. Yes, he knew I dated her. But you never played with girls when you were married. Not before that, no. Right, right, right. So now when you went on that app, like, did you do a real Tinder profile and then people started hitting you up? It was a real profile. I don't remember if he published it Mm -hmm. or really used anything from it. It just opened up the communications of, okay, well, having a threesome is kind of a fantasy. Well, I'm still attracted to women. I'd be up for it. Yeah, that's an interesting what is it? Not experiment, but something to do with your partner just to see how well you know them. And then they could be like, no, you forgot to add this and whatever. It's like a great conversation starter. Yeah, it opened up a lot of things that maybe we have just forgotten about or got complacent with over time. Yeah. And I and how often does that happen in a, mar- in a married couple's life? Probably to everybody at some point, right? Yeah. And it definitely spiced up our sex life. A lot. A lot. So, Ryan, did she set up a profile for you, too? Yeah. And Yeah, that was part of it, is we each made a profile for each other, and she pretty much got hers dead on, and I said I didn't really realize she was still into females, so that was exciting and fun and awesome. And then is that what you first, was that your first thing that you guys went looking for, a girl to come in and have a threesome, or how did you guys get started actually doing stuff? Yeah, that's how we started out, was looking for a girl to join us. After talking for a while and looking, it was it's very hard to find a single female, and it brought up, well, if it's fair for you to have another girl, maybe we should have another guy. So that's where we went with that and had a threesome with a guy instead. And now that threesome with the guy, what were the rules and stuff going in? Were you into guys too, Ryan? Were you going to try that out, or was it just going to be like you're going to get into seeing her with a guy? Originally, yeah, I was just supposed to be kind of seeing her, watching, observing, but the more we talked about it and other people were kind of like, eh, you might want to be prepared because you never know how things go when everybody gets naked and fun starts happening. So, yeah, that was my my first bisexual experience. Oh, interesting. That first threesome with that other guy? The first guy? Yes. Yeah, that was my first time with the guy. And now, Kelly, did that turn you on, seeing him with the guy? It did. It was something unexpected. One of those parts I'd never really thought of or explored myself with. 
That's interesting. So you never knew that you were into like guy on guy action until it was right in front of you. Right. Yeah, I feel like I hear that a lot. And a lot of times I like to ask that question because I think a lot of people may never know what they would really be into or not because they don't try new things. Like here you are, you never thought that your guy was going to be, you were going to be into seeing your guy with a guy and your guy, Ryan, who's on the call too, didn't realize that he would be down to be with a guy. But you guys all had a great first experience, I'm assuming. Yeah, it was pretty good. The only downside was he got called into work early and had to leave. Who, Ryan or the guy? <laughs> the guy. Oh, hilarious. So you guys were like playing in the middle of it? Like what, was he a fireman or something? Like what the fuck did he have to go do at work? No, he's a manager. So they had somebody call in. So he had to go fill in. Mm-hmm. So that was your first experience. So what happened after that? More females. And like he said, it's so hard to find a female who will follow through. So we wound up talking to a few couples. Met up with a couple. Met at their house, even, I think. So awkward. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email. Podcast at gmail.com. That's Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. You know what I think? I think you're most likely wasting some of your money on subscriptions that you totally forgot about. I know I was, but I'm not anymore. And that's because I signed up for Rocket Money formerly known as Truebill. I had three subscriptions, two of them that I had totally forgotten about. One was some Adobe Photoshop app that I was paying for, as well as some photo editor app that I never even used. I don't even remember signing up for it, but I was paying for it, but not anymore. And that's because I used Rocket Money. With Rocket Money, you're going to see all of your subscriptions in one place. And all you got to do to unsubscribe is press the cancel button and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. It's that easy. So what are you waiting for? Go get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash strict anon. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com dot com slash strict anon cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash strict anon or just go to the description and click on the link to sign up for rocket money now oh really how come it took us a while to break the ice and wound up playing like a game of truth or dare beforehand and it turned out pretty good though now, did you do, because listen, I think a lot of couples go into it in different ways and they have different system in place of how to do it. A lot of couples know for sure they want to have a lot of talk and a lot of meetings beforehand that don't necessarily lead or definitely are not going to lead to sex. Some couples go right into it. You meet them at their house to get down that first night. Is that what you did? Typically, we do a lot of online talking before we meet. Uh-huh. And then we'll meet... Depending on the person, depending on the scenario, whatever, we'll meet at either their house or a hotel and get together. Usually that first night we meet. So we th- have gone out with you and mm-hmm. not played the first meeting and gotten together with them again afterwards. But were there any, like, because I, I forgot to ask this about the guy, too. I mean, because here you were vanilla couple who had never played with anybody else and now you're bringing in different people. Were there any kind of reservations that either one of you had about seeing your partner with uh, the member of the same sex or the opposite sex or any of that kind of stuff going on that you guys talked about? Did you have a safe word? Like if, you know, someone wasn't down with it, you get the fuck out? Not really a safe word. Before we got into this, I was kind of a, a very jealous person. So it took a long time for her to relax and realize that it was okay for her to be with another guy and enjoy herself 
But once we got past that part, now it's it's pretty easy. So now, your jealousy, were you able to turn that into, like, take that same energy that was jealousy and turn it into a turn-on? Is that what happened to you, Ryan? Yeah, kind of. It was uh, more at first as, you know, that's my woman, don't look at her. Mm-hmm. But now it's more, that's my woman. She's going home with me, and I enjoy her showing herself off and guys looking at her and actually encourage her to wear sexier clothes or flash people or just randomly try to get people's attention. Right, because of the same situation, it's your girl. You get to go home with her like that. You got the prize. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's mine. I get to go home with her, but you can look at her, and it makes me feel good that other people are checking her out and make yeah. her feel good. So and it wins for both of us. And it's done a great deal for my confidence. Yeah, and for you, Kelly, how about you seeing him with other women? Oh, I love it. You do. And is that because you're into women anyway? Because I'm into women and because I know what he can do and he pleasure he can bring. Did you have any like of those, the same rules that everyone starts off with? I know that they typically fall to the wayside. But a lot of couples start off with like, oh, you can't kiss or no full swaps first. I don't know. Did you have any rules to begin with? Not really. I mean, there were a few like no, no potty play, no permanent marks, no bleeding, nothing extreme. Mm-hmm. But as far as everything else, it was pretty much on the table. Oh, and no overnights, yeah. no, no sleepovers. No sleepovers, and all the conversations were a three-way or four-way, you know, all everybody involved, no messaging outside of the group or whatever. So no so, no solo play outside with each other. Like she couldn't go hook up with men or women on the side and you couldn't as well. Solo. Correct. And now did you start ever, did you ever guys ever go to swingers clubs and all that stuff? I don't, like I said, I don't have the list in front of me of like what you guys have done and not done yet. Not yet. It is, it is on the list of things we want to do. We just haven't found the time to make it yet. They're all pretty good distance away from where we live. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Right, you're not near a big city. So now, do you, what apps do you use to meet couples? Is that Are you on a couple of apps? Is that how you meet them? We use yeah, a lot of apps. Swinger Zone, FetLife, Tinder, a lot of Facebook, Facebook groups, Facebook chats. You're kidding me. Wait, Facebook has like swinger groups and shit like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's probably where we found the majority of people we talk to is through Facebook. There's big group chats where everybody's just in there and chat kind of free for all you really get a feel for people before you really start talking to them you can kind of get to know a little bit about them and then move it to a private chat and go from there oh there's a lot of all swinger chats so i mean even if you search your region like your state there's they're there yeah oh yeah they're they're kind of hard to find sometimes but they do exist and now, why are they hard to find? Are they undercover, like their titles are different and you have to know how to look? Because I would never, I mean, as long as I've been doing my show, not one person has ever used the word Facebook and swinging in the same sentence. How come? Yeah, they're, they're kind of hard to find. Most of them are closed groups. Or private. Or private, so you really don't find them. A lot of times it's more people invite you to them that have been in them. What are some of the names? Can you give out names? There's a Central Indiana lifestyle pineapple pineapple friends oh. pineapple <laughs> anything with the so if people are looking on facebook anything with the word pineapple in it or Duh. lifestyle or lifestyle, lifestyle. Or pineapple there's also a lot of uh, poly groups or swingers wow and so they're private so nobody else could see whether you're a member but what's interesting about that and i think actually really helps is that you I mean, listen, when you're in a Facebook group, you're not there. Someone's profile isn't totally open. You just see their name and, you know, the basics. But you do see their Facebook profile. So you do see a picture of them and stuff, right? Yeah. And you can, most people, if they have a public profile, you can, you know, actually go to their Facebook page and kind of scroll through some of their posts and stuff and kind of get a feel for more of who they are and what they're into. Right. Now, is that, how did you find out about the Facebook groups? How did you guys find out? Did someone tell you that you met, like, that you hooked up with? or Because I, I would never, I don't know about them. I think it's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. I think it was just a, a random, just, we was on Kick, and Kick has a lot of groups. And uh-huh. it was like, Facebook should have them too. So we just started looking for them. And, and boom, there they were. across there. 
Yeah, interesting. Does anybody in your, I mean, how long have you guys been doing this for, by the way? Did I ask you that already? Yeah, about five years. About five years. Now, have you ever bumped into anyone, like in any of these Facebook group apps? Because, you know, you would know if they're on your Facebook friends or a friend of a friend. I don't know. Like, have you bumped into anyone you know in the vanilla world in your swinger yeah, lifestyle? and into uh, a person that we were friends with, went to school with, had known for a long time, never knew that they was into the lifestyle, and we just kind of met and was like, got into a group, and there he was. Oh, my God. <laughs> Crazy, right? And they yeah, see it you. Yeah, out all right. Yeah. We talked and actually got together with him, and now he's one of our playmates. No way. Yeah. So that guy, wait, and you went to friend with him, went to school with him, Ryan, or both of you guys did? Yeah, we both did, yeah. Yeah, we did it in high school, too. Wow, and would you have ever known? or And would people know that you guys do this? I mean, I always typically think that it's like the people next door. You just would never have any idea. They don't look any different. And a lot of times, it's the ones you'd never expect. Yeah, at first, we was really secretive about it, didn't let anybody know. Uh-huh. In the last year or so, we've kind of really opened it up more and don't really care what people think. We're adults. We want to enjoy life. This is how we do it. You don't like it? Tough. <laughs> oh, interesting. So how have you put it out there? You know, because listen, tip, even vanilla people don't just go around talking about their sex life. That's what I always say. I mean, everyone thinks like, oh, do they tell their family and they keep it from their family? It's like regular vanilla people keep their sex from their family. I mean, that's just, that's just normal. You know, and most people don't put that shit out there. So how do now, you... A lot of it is just like random little pictures about pineapples or married with benefits or the pineapple, the upside down pineapple decals on the back windows of both of our cars. Oh my God. Hilarious. I heard him whispering to the cars. That's hilarious. So that's, I mean, if you think that that's subtly telling people, that's like blatantly saying, Hey, we're down. We're swimming. <laughs> we're into it. I mean, upside down I pineapple. Somebody leave a post-it note, handwritten note on the window of my car last week saying that we are twins and drew a little pineapple on it. Oh my god, uh, hilarious. I'm surprised they didn't leave their phone number. I was kind of sad they didn't leave some kind of contact or something. Yeah, that's so funny. So do you get hit up a lot in that group or do you go looking for people or I don't know. I mean, how many couples do you guys play with? I have a million questions. At the moment, we have two couples that we play with handful of guys been talking to a few females but with a family and work we kind of have to make time and it's not always frequent this time of year right yeah this from now through december through the holidays it's like really effing busy time right <laughs> yes yeah totally it goes by so fast so what is your guys favorite hookup i mean do you like do you prefer it when you have a third guy like a threesome with a woman or like a for some swap, what is top of the mountain for you? Or all of the above? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> they all have their advantages. I mean... Well, why don't you tell me each one of you guys, like Kelly, why don't you tell me what you love or a specific scenario that went down that for you was like a great experience? So one of the couples that we were playing with, the end of our play session that day, that night, her husband was behind me fucking me and Ryan was on her fucking her and I was leaned over the top of her and the two of us women were making out and it was it was just a very connected hot moment right everybody's touching everybody at some like in in some way like you said 100% connection yes everybody was was being pleasured. There was nobody left out. Everybody knew where everybody was. Right. And now, Ryan, what about for you? Do you have any, like, scenarios that stick out in your mind that you was your favorite or is, you know, one time or... My favorite would probably be blindfolded surprise threesome. She didn't know what was going on. We kind of just went out to eat and got a hotel room. And I'd been talking to a guy that we talked to a little bit and tied her up, blindfold her, put music on, and put her headphones in, and then had him show up, and we just kind of had our way with her. 
Oh, wow. You know, I've heard a lot about this blindfolded stranger sex scenario that so many women love. And you know what a girl just told me, Casey, the episode I just posted, she was saying that like when you're blindfolded and it makes sense that the sex, and I guess it's the same with glory holes too. Like maybe you feel things more because like one sense is being taken out of the equation that all your other senses get ramped up. So supposedly, I don't know, you guys do because you've done this, right, Kelly? You would be able the one answering this question. Is it like the sex so like great because you are blindfolded and you feel and experience things even more so? Yeah, and to make it even better, even more like sensory deprivation. Yes. He had earbuds in my ears playing music, so I couldn't even hear anything. I couldn't see anything. I couldn't move. I was just tied to the bed. Oh, wow. And that was, you didn't know that was common. We had talked about the scenario before, and we had talked to this guy before, uh-huh. but I didn't know he had it planned for that night. Yeah, that's one you definitely consent from the woman before you just tie her up and have some strange person show up and start playing with her. Oh, yeah, Make sure exactly. She's okay with that. Now, I know that you did say in the beginning, Kelly, that you were like into bondage, like that was something that he put on your profile. Is that something that you guys started to get into once you got into this world or were you guys into that beforehand? Yeah, it's something we started after we started playing in the lifestyle. We were on Fat Life and they had a rope, bondage rope course locally or semi-locally. Uh-huh. So we did that, and they did some different basic knots and some ties, and it just kind of started a love of that. That's like shibari kind of thing? I've heard of that. Yes. And so do you get in, like, who's the dom and who's the sub in this situation? He's the dominant one, and, but mm-hmm. every now and then we're a switch. Do you play with bondage with other couples as well, or is that something you just do with each other? It's something we just do with each other now. There's a couple of couples that we've played with for a little while, so we're starting to get a little bit more of that comfort level and trust, so it wouldn't be a stretch to start doing bondage with couples or more people involved. Right. And now, do you have, like, what's your guys' type? Do you happen to have the same type when it comes to women and the same type when it comes to men? I think a lot of times the hardest thing about couples going out and meeting other couples that they get down with is the problem of attraction, that every single person in that equation is going to be attracted to every single person in that equation. For the most part, we do. We like thicker women. He likes them a little thicker than I do, but I'm down with a lot. And then as far as guys, I like the the bearded, bald, big guys. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Ryan? I mean, like she said, you're into bigger girls than she is, but you, Kelly, sound like you're still down with whatever, right? I am down with whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I have once had a... It was like a it was like a hardcore Jewish Orthodox couple on my episode. And one of my favorite sound bites were like the woman, the wife. It was said, Oh, you know, my husband said to me, like, well, let's make a decision. Like, are we gonna decide to be picky or are we gonna decide to be like slutty? Like, which way are we gonna go? And she's like, I just said, let's be fucking slutty. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god. That's the way I have the slutty part down. That's the way you guys are. Yeah. Not that we picky. Like, oh, we're not too picky. <laughs> That is hilarious. And what about you, Ryan? Do you have like a type when it comes to men? I mean, do you still hook up with guys? I know you had that first guy-on-guy experience, that first threesome. Is it something that you do a lot now? Pretty much every, we we tend to look for couples that are bi or men that are bi now. Mm -hmm. It's funner for being able to play with everybody and everybody being able to play back with a straight person, there's just that weird awkwardness. You never know, you know, are you going to freak out if we touch or so the bias is just so much funner and everybody gets to play with everybody. Yeah, yeah, totally. And now I was just talking to someone about this and I'm sure you've heard it on my other episodes. I mean, there tends to be a lot of stigma around by guys within, I mean, we all know it exists in the regular vanilla world, but even even exists in the lifestyle, in the swingers world. And now I know you guys don't go to swingers clubs, so that's probably why you've had so much luck playing with other guys because it tends to be a little bit still frowned upon within the club scene. Have you heard of that? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of negative image toward it. Yeah. 
but there's a lot of more by guys than what most people realize. Exactly. Say it's great until you get into a private chat and they're like, well, by the way, I don't mind doing this and this and that. Isn't that interesting? But they want to keep it on a, a down low, not everybody knowing that they do that. Right. So they they exist. They just don't want to say it, especially in that scenario. That's but that's what that's the fucked up thing, right? I mean, it's got I think it's changing and it will definitely be much more open soon. I think we're, you know, it's I watch all these shows with my son and on every show I'm watching with my son, I don't see any heterosexual couples. Every kid and these are like little kids in high school and middle school and they're like dating guys and the girls are dating girls, you know, it's very open. And so I think the world is very much changing. And I was very surprised to hear about the stigma that guy on guy action had within the lifestyle because you would think that's where people would be so open minded. But have had a lot of people say it's hard, especially when you have a couple like you and you're looking for a bi guy. So you find that most typically they'll say they're straight, but then you get into it and they're like, okay, I'm down with that. Yeah, especially the, the single guys. Tens, couples, they're usually more open if they're bi, but the straight or single guys that say they're straight, most of the time once you get into a chat and start talking, they're a lot more open to things than they lead on. And now on your guys' profile, when you're on these sites, does it say that you're by guys so these guys know going in? Or do you tell them, do you also keep that a secret? No, I'm pretty much open with it now. At first, it was very straight, and I was kind of the same, didn't tell anybody. But recently, we've started, I've started being more open about it. Have any, because you do keep these like pineapple things on your cars and all this shit, and you're saying like you don't really care so much and you're just putting it out there. Has anybody in your vanilla world come to you and said like, hey, what's going on? Like, are you guys swingers? Like, tell me about it. Because I know if I were your friends and I got wind of it or thought there might be something, I'd ask a million questions. So has anyone come to you with any questions? There's a few of our friends that are very curious and like they me. don't want to know Tales, but they kind of enjoy knowing that we're in it or joking now that they know. Yeah, I would think so. So they don't ask for specific details, but it's kind of like talked about and out there with a lot of your friends now. Yeah, a lot of our friends. My family pretty much all knows. I'm sure her parents, her family knows more than they want to admit they know. But <laughs> Wait, but how does your family know? Facebook. What? Facebook, posting the random pictures of, like, pineapples and married wow. with a crown of pineapple or sharing, sharing sexy photos of your wife as fun kind of thing like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, listen, on Facebook, I remember when I first started doing my show and I was doing it on the DL and nobody knew. I was always like, Facebook was such a weird place because Facebook, you know, your Facebook was full of like your real friends that were really close to the, with you that knew a lot of things, but then like your coworkers and that's like a different group. And then you have your family. And it was so hard for me at least to navigate because you're like, you know, some things I want just my close friends to know or some things, you know, I don't want my family to know, but it's okay if my coworkers know. I mean, it's just such a mishmash of all kinds of people on there that it's right. like, wow. Like what? It's almost like you need a little sub-profile for each group of people to post certain things. Yeah, but if you're going to come out and you're like, who the fuck cares? What better place to do it there? Because you really are reaching all those people. I mean, you know, like yep. you, that's why if you went down on Facebook that you're now it makes sense that your family would know and your friends and stuff. It's it's fun. It's crazy. I would think it must have been so salacious at first. I know me and my sister would be talking about my behind my brother's back if we started seeing shit like that. We'd be like, oh, did you see that on so-and-so's wall, you know? <laughs> like, was it controversial? Yeah, people that don't know what the pineapple means is usually the best because they'll come up and be like, what's with all the pineapples? Or what's the pineapple? <laughs> and if you tell them, like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. So you'll say that means, like, we're down, like, we have, we're non-monogamous. Like, what's your, what do you say back to that when somebody says that to you? Hey, we usually just tell them that it means we're swingers. Mm -hmm. Swingers usually that pretty much ends it, and they know what that means. <laughs> wow. So you really are out there and open about it. I think that that's great. I mean, do, did you ever think, you know, five years ago that you'd be totally open and okay with everybody knowing this part of your life? No. No, no definitely not. <laughs> no, I have always been very closeted about a lot of my behavior around my family. Uh-huh. So I 
posting these things to Facebook has been a huge step because I've always been a very closeted person. Yeah. And like, how does that change? Does that change the way you interact now in your life in all kinds of ways or when you go to family functions because you can really be who you are? I mean, it must be very freeing. No, not really. I don't. None of my family has really said too much about it. I have a cousin who has just because her and her husband are also in the lifestyle. Uh-huh. Oh, that's interesting. But other than that, no. Nobody's really said anything about it, at least not to me. Yeah. But what do you think? Well, like, what shifted in you guys that you guys decided? I mean, did you have a specific conversation about it? Like, hey, let's put this out there. Or did you just start doing, like, putting a little thing out here or there? I mean, why the switch? It was more just like finding funny memes that are, you know, little pictures that you really like. And I'd be like, oh, I really want to share this one. And fine, just go for it. Yeah. Okay. So we just slowly started sharing them. And it's kind of a, a really easy, subtle way to put it out there without having to come straight out and look somebody in the eye and be like, hey, we like to have sex with strangers and random people. And so, it's, you know, it kind of lets them know without actually having to say it. Right, no, but I mean, it in their face, kind of thing. No, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, what did you guys have a specific conversation, or was there a time where you were like, let's not keep this under wraps? Like, what what changed that you guys decided to put it out there in you? Like, what was that shift all about? Because I think that there's a big that's a big jump. Um, it's really more about me than him. He's always been okay with being out open and loud about it. Okay. But because of my family, I've wanted to keep it under wraps. So it's more of being more accepting of me and who I am. And Mm -hmm. this, my life, my lifestyle. Yeah. Going to be authentic. Now, did anyone ever know that you had that long three-year relationship with that woman? Or did you keep that under wraps? Oh, no. That that was like my mom knew the next morning that we got together. (laughs) How did she know? I mean, did you wake up with sex Um, knots in your hair? I mean, how did your mother know? (laughs) Well, I was was in high school Mm -hmm. and helped a friend move in who I happened to work with. She wound up spending the night with me and had alcohol and body shots led to sex. And how my mom just that next morning she knew. Oh, my God. Maybe you guys were loud. Well, I'm hoping not. <laughs> How else would she know? I mean, as a like, you know, young girls have sleepovers all the time. You were probably loud, or maybe she came in. You were drunk. You don't remember. Probably. Oh Quite my possible. god. So she wound up knowing about that relation. I mean, you came clean to her. Like, this is someone I'm going to oh, yeah. date, and I'm into women as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. So I mean, she knew that next morning. She's like, "You can't have a girlfriend stay here." Like, all right, so for about three years and now have you are you guys are you guys just strictly like playing with others in a sexual way I know you mentioned that there's poly pages out there and stuff too have you and because you did date a woman and you're bisexual do you guys ever feel like you would get into the whole poly thing or is this strictly like you're playing with other people just for the sex part of it we thought about it we talked about it we decided more for us this is about a shared experience and experiencing it together that the second relationship or multiple relationships isn't really for us. Mm-hmm. Friendship, one thing, but not romantic relationships. Right, right, right. So you you did, though, decide not to do that. I mean, you, you discussed it. And now how yep. has it helped your relationship as far as like, do you guys have just like so much like better sex? I mean, that, I hear that a lot for sure. A lot better sex. A lot more frequent sex as well. Oh, really? You think because you're just so yes. much having so much sex that the kind of like, you know, sex begets sex. Like the more you have it, the more you want it, right? Yes, very much so. Uh-huh. It's almost like a insatiable sometimes. Right. I know. I think that that definitely is, ha- that definitely happens. Have you heard, listen to that girl, Casey, that I have on my show? She's so fucking hardcore and she like had... Like, she had gangbangs, like, once a week for a whole year when she was single. It's like, oh, my God. I'm like, I think, like, so much testosterone in you, you know, that it just feeds you into needing more. But I do think the more sex you have, the more you want. Yes, definitely. Right? And it's more communicative. Oh, better communication with you guys, you mean? Oh, yes. Yeah, especially with her. She's always been very 
reserved in her likes and dislikes and desires and wants and kind of afraid to feel judged or whatever. And now she's very much more open. This is what I like. This is what I want. Do this now. (laughs) You're a little bit more bossy. Wait, so what is, you have anything on your bucket list that you haven't done yet? I mean, yeah. So what are those things? Um, well, Go to a sex club is one of them. Mm-hmm. A gangbang, DVP. Wait, DVP, D- double vaginal, right? Yeah, DV, right? Mm-hmm. NDP, double penetration. Oh, right. I always get confused. The double V, the DV came up recently. And then once I've heard it, I've heard it from a couple of people. I didn't really know that that's as popular as it is. But that's two dicks inside of you. And then DP, anal and vaginal, right? You're in, you want to do that. You haven't done that with all these couples you've played with? We haven't done this with any of the couple. We have tried. <laughs> Mechanics is kind of funky on some of them. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Okay. Where do you typically go on? something we want to try what is it an orgy oh an orgy okay and what what is an orgy to you guys how many couples do there need to be or people to make an orgy uh, i would say probably at least three couples uh-huh. six eight people. we was actually invited to an orgy but we were still kind of new to everything and got scared so i think there was going to be like almost 20 people involved uh-huh but you guys chickened out yeah we chickened out was that very early on in the beginning when you first started? Um, it was a couple of years in. Mm-hmm. It took us a while to build up to some things, work through some insecurities. Right. And now what were those? some of those insecurities that you had to get through? Was it just like about your own body or being with other people? Or like what were those insecurities? Body and size and in general of how I'm going to be judged or interpreted. And now did sort of facing that fear and doing this help you with all of that, I would assume. Yeah, it has. It's also helped me be more accepting of my body and love myself more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I had this wonderful girl, Toronto Unicorn, on, I don't know if you heard her episodes, but she's she's also got a YouTube channel. And she was like a solo girl who just like went to a swingers club one day and got fucking naked with not a perfect body and someone who really didn't feel that way and how doing that completely changed her life. Like uh, the other day she interviewed me for her channel and she was like, you know, someone came up to me and said, oh, like, thank you for helping another chubby girl out. And she's like, I forgot that I was chubby. She's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like she doesn't even, she's just so comfortable in her own skin that she just has no insecurities and it really changed her life. I think that that's, it takes balls to do that. Yeah, it's very empowering. Right? That must have changed your life for you. Yeah. And now here you are, like playing with couples, feeling completely free. So you have two couples in your life. Would you send me pictures for my Patreon, like anonymous pics? Did you send me anything? Do I know? Do I have that? I keep forgetting because I don't remember where we talked first. Do you have like an Instagram or anything that, like, do you do this? Like, you don't do like OnlyFans or anything like that, right? Yeah, we have an OnlyFans. Oh, you do? Yeah. Everyone's got a fucking OnlyFans now. <laughs> What's on your yeah, OnlyFans? Tell me about that. It's a really new thing. We've had it for eh, about two months or so, but... Well, people yeah, will go check of... you out. Tell us what people can find on there. Give your pitch. Who's going to promote your OnlyFans? It is Luna Rose for you. Okay. And just a lot of everything on there from just naked pics to sexy videos. She's a squirter, so there's some squirt videos on there. Oh, Kelly, you know that that's like the, my favorite. Like, I don't know if you listen to my show, Kelly. I know you said Ryan does, but <laughs> that's like on my bucket list. I can't figure that out. Were you always able to squirt, Kelly? No, it's really something he's kind of figured out, worked out of me since starting all of this. Oh, wow. Um, he's also gotten into doing the fisting, which has kind of helped a lot. It helps open you up. Oh, really? So you started fisting with with Ryan, and that's something that you started when you got into the lifestyle. Like, you hadn't done that before, I'm assuming. Yes. How did that come into play? Whose idea was that? Um, it's more his. I was really resistant against it. Mm-hmm. But it took a lot of time to get comfortable with it. It was a lot of stretching, slowly working. Definitely not something we were able to achieve the first time. He's got some really big hands. Oh, my God. How long did it take you to be able to achieve it? 
I don't know. In fact, several months, I'm sure. Wow, that's interesting. And then now, do you absolutely love it? Oh my god, it is amazing. It's a totally different feel to be completely filled up. And every time he kind of twitches his hands, you can move all or feel all the muscles ripple and move inside. You mean your muscles? Whose muscles? When you say you could feel all the muscles ripping, is that, is that your muscles or his? I don't even know. <laughs> it's the muscles in his hands. Right. So like you could feel that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's like, he has his whole fist inside and like he can wiggle his fingers and like adjust his knuckles and you feel all that movement inside against the walls and it's, it's very intense. Is that how you first squirted? No, actually. Okay. <laughs> he had me squirting before that. Okay, but that was something new that you tried, and then you could squirt through that as well. Now, do you do that with women and men that you play with, or do you just let him fist you? Really, he's the only one who's fisted me. Mm-hmm. A few others have made me squirt with some help. Mm-hmm. So you have videos. People see all this kind of stuff. So you have videos and pictures and all of that good stuff on OnlyFans? We do. Interesting. Okay, give that shout-out again. It's What is it, Luna Girl? Luna Rose. Luna or Rose. you. Okay. And now do you have an Instagram too that you is like not a personal Instagram, but more so something that you link to your OnlyFans or people could go as well? It's the same thing. It's Luna Rose with the number four and the letter U. Oh, okay. Luna Rose. Okay. And now can you send me in some anonymous pics for my Patreon that I could post there and then send those members over as well? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Awesome. So anything else? What did I miss? I'm trying to think. I didn't know, you know, this whole time that you guys had an OnlyFans and stuff. So that, when did you guys decide to just decide to do that? Because, you know, everyone else is. Why not? Kind of. And it's part of that whole showing you off, getting that other um, interested party turned on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of an exhibitionist in the both of you or like knowing that people are watching and you're getting people off. That is that yeah. part of it? Oh, yeah. That's great. Well, I so, Ryan, I know you're the one that listened to my show, right? You're the one that emailed me or found me on Instagram. Yeah, thanks so much for calling in and telling your story. I hope that a lot of people go and check out your OnlyFans. Like I said, I didn't know you had one, but I think that that's great. Nowadays, you know, why not? If that's what you love to do and a part of it is like, oh, you get off on knowing you're turning people on. I think, you know, back in the day, all people had was like camming and stuff, right? Private camming. Now you could do this and it's kind of like you're like camming, right? We like taking pictures anyway, so why not post them and share them that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. All right. Well, people could go check you out on your OnlyFans as well as Instagram. So anyway, thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. What is that app? I really have to say, I think that that app that you guys used in the beginning that got you guys talking is so great. I had a a woman on recently who had like a sexting app. It was kind of the same idea. And I thought, well, like how great that is because it really gets couple talking about things and it's a great way for someone to throw in to their partner something about what they're really like secretly into. What was the app that got you guys talking that you used? It was called Desire. Desire. And whose idea yeah. was that? And it was, it was fun because you could especially start out very mild, and then as the more you played it, you could kind of get it, you know, more steamy, more X-rated challenges and questions. He's the one who found it, signed up for it, sent me the link originally. Yeah, I think that that's of, great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun and definitely helps open up communication and an easy way to put out those things that you want to know or want to do that you kind of feel awkward trying to talk about in person. Yeah. Do you guys think if you had to answer this question, like would, do you think you guys would be doing what you're doing now if you hadn't ever got that app? No, definitely not. Wow. That's super interesting. You know, I think that that's like a really important takeaway from this episode. You know, how does a couple go? Cause there's, I think that there's a lot of couples out there that maybe want to cross the line or thinking about this and, you know, maybe it's just the wife listening and thinking about it or the husband or together, you know, how do you go about doing it? I think, you know, it's all about communication and what a better way to communicate than through an app. It's kind of, it takes away that awkwardness of sitting across and just doing it together at first, right? That app is like a middleman almost in the beginning and it really could help break the ice. Look, you guys are like, 
living your best life, doing a lot of things that you would never think of doing. You're fisting, squirting, you know, Ryan's watching, he's hooked up with guys. And this is all stuff because you guys got that app and decided to start talking about your fantasies. Like, how crazy is that? I think that's so in. That's great. I was always very reserved and very shameful, embarrassed of anything sexual right. growing up. Yeah. It's definitely pulled me out of my comfort zone and made me a lot more comfortable with everything. Yeah, because it's like a domino effect. I mean, it made you more come out of your shell about all the things that you were into. And then it also got you more in touch with your body and accepting of who you are and comfortable with all of that. So it's kind of like a win-win-win for everybody. So Ryan, high five to Ryan for finding that app. How did you even find that, Ryan? Like what was, why did you think, oh, I'm going to get this app and put it out there? Was it because you really wanted this to be the end goal? No, no, it was more just a kind of spice up your sex life thing. Uh Uh-huh give you some advice or, you know, different challenges to do. And it just kind of spiraled up from there. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I think that that's great. What a great app and what a great story that came out of it. So thank you so much to both of you for calling in and sharing your story. And I hope a lot of people go check out your OnlyFans. It's new. It's up and running, though. So I hope, you know, I typically send a lot of people for my show. I have a lot of listeners. So hopefully you'll get a bunch of new subscribers. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. 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 Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.